the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, we are all started up here. We are live and local. It's Tuesday. Oh, and it's show number 301. And Sam Bellino is in the house. Hello, Matthew. Hello, Mr. Idala. Um, and you know who else is here, right, Sam Bellino? Uh, I could take a guess. Is it uh, that my person. favorite person in the whole world? You got you got it. You got the, the song queued up. Thank you. Say hello, Joan. Hello, world. Hello, New York. And hello, welcome, New Jersey. Welcome to three hundred one. Um, the uh, something bad happened today. I want Joan to talk about it here in New York City. Go ahead, Joan. It actually is very concerning to me, especially because you do park in a parking garage. So a parking garage downtown, right near City Hall, next to Pace University, partially collapsed, killing at least one person. That's pretty scary. There are six workers that were hurt and they were pulled from the garage. It's I don't know why this happened. They're just talking about it in the news. It just recently happened. It was 57 Ann Street between Nassau and William. Thank God you weren't down there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, these these garage collapses. And and I will tell you, here's a public service announcement. My friend um, William Rapetti, who knows a thing or two about cranes, he told me a long time ago Whenever you see like a work site in the city, like, you know, scaffolding up and cranes moving and things like that, he goes, you should walk a city block out of the way because you have no idea how close things come to falling and hurting and killing people. This is obviously a tragedy. Uh, I don't know if it was a patron or a worker in the um, in the location that was killed, but what a horrible thing. Um, in, in big kind of national slash international news today, um, today was supposed to be the opening statements in the case of Fox News and Dominion. Dominion was the company that um, had the, these voting booths. And let me just cut to the chase. You know who's really happy? A guy by the name of Justin Nelson from the law firm Sussman Godfrey. He's a happy, happy guy because he's a lawyer. He's based out of Houston. The case was in Delaware. Sussman Godfrey is a national firm, so they have offices all over the place, and they are involved with these big uh, 
corporate versus corporate lawsuits, as opposed to, just to give you an idea, like my law firm, which is more of individual versus individual or small company versus small company. Um, So the manufacturer of voting devices, Dominion, for those of you who don't know, uh, they were one of the types of voting machines that were used during the election when um, President Biden defeated President Trump. And shortly after the results of the election, all over Fox News, different pundits, but including hosts themselves, were saying that Dominion's machines were corrupt uh, and corrupt in the worst sense of the word. Uh, They were news reports that there were algorithms in the machines that altered votes when you pulled it for Trump the machine would automatically register it for Biden. And um, there were various hosts that were identified as basically saying that they knew that their guests on the show were saying things that were not true. And anyone who's been following this, um, the interesting part is if you only watch Fox News, you wouldn't know anything about this because they haven't covered it at all. Um, but every single other outlet um, has covered it. Um, and the it exposed some things that are disappointing. Um, there was seemed to be knowledge that the hosts had a pretty good idea that Dominion's machines did not have an algorithm that changed people's votes from Trump to Biden, and yet they allowed them to speak on the air. Now, there were going to be some complicated legal issues regarding the First Amendment. And if someone had a good faith basis to say that, uh, should the Fox hosts allow them to come on the radio, on television? Pardon me, the radio. Uh, Well, actually, they probably were on Fox News Radio also. But to come on and declare uh, that, you know, what their thoughts were, what their beliefs were. Um, I I knew this case was going to settle. I thought it was going to settle for more um, because through the discovery process where depositions were taken, where text messages were revealed, where emails were revealed, and this is all out there, it's very easy to find all of this stuff. And the main names that I saw of the people in the media were, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and Laura Ingram. So that's the 8 to 9 show, 9 to 10 show, 10 to 11 show. So that is the heart of prime time on the Fox News channel. <clears throat> they also mentioned um, Maria Bartiromo show. She is the, uh, the host of the Fox Business Morning Show. That basically they allowed people to come on the air and say things that they knew or reasonably should have known were not true. The core legal question is, did the did Fox purposely disseminate misinformation against Dominion? Um, judge Davis, the judge here, had already determined that the claims in question were false. So the only issue for the jury to decide is whether Fox was acting with actual malice. So that was the legal, that's the legal issue. 
did, in other words, the judge made a determination and was going to instruct the jury that, in fact, there was zero evidence that Dominion's machines were faulty, that Dominion's machines were corrupt, that Dominion's machines were set up in such a way that if you went in and you voted for Trump, it was switching into Biden. So the judge decided that issue of fact. And he had it gone to trial. He was going to charge the jury. Did Fox act with actual malice? That would mean they knew about it and they allowed it. They knew that it was false and they allowed people to come on their air and to say that it was true. Meaning they knew they Fox host knows it's not true and they have someone going on and saying it is true. And where is the line between the First Amendment and judicial integrity? Twelve jurors were chosen this morning. And here's basically what happened. Um, I think what happened was, and this was a judge who is known, uh, Judge Eric Davis, known to be very uh, prompt. So I believe it was after lunch, there was a two and a half hour delay. So once people heard about that, because this was being covered all over the media today. People are like, it's going to settle, it's going to settle. I, if I was Dominion, I would have... <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say you're going to turn down $787 million, but I would have waited for the billion mark, just because they want to make a point. Here is um, the Dominion's lawyer's statement. Pretty easy. The truth matters. Lies have consequences. That's the Dominion lawyer who's got to be a happy camper. Folks, this is not a verdict. There's going to be no appeal here. Fox has a stroke, a check for $787 million to a company that was worth, I believe, less than $20 million on Election Day 2020. Um there's a lot of people who are going to get really, really rich here. I don't know the owners of Dominion, the shareholders of Dominion, the lawyers. Look, even if this was worked out as some sort of a structured uh, legal fee, you got to figure the lawyers are going to get at least 10%. That's $78 million. That's, um, that's a number. That is definitely a number. Um, this, the reason why they Fox settled, they didn't want to air their dirty laundry. They didn't want the world, which was covering this. The world was covering. This is Fox News. This is Rupert Murdoch. He owns stuff in Australia and in London and in, I mean, in England and Italy. Sky News. He's you know they're everywhere. The Murdochs and the Fox News Corp and News, not Fox News Corp, just News Corp. If it gets out there so persuasively. That here you have these major hosts who knows that they're, they're putting guests on the air who they know are telling people lies and they're allowing it to happen. I mean, they're called the Fox News Channel. I mean, it's got to compromise the, the, integrity, the integrity and the value of the news channel itself. So that a lot of people wanted to hear that. A lot of people wanted to hear what, what the hosts were going to say. Rupert Murdoch was going to be called to testify. Suzanne Scott, the president, was going to be called to testify. Oh, the chairwoman. Um, big, big suit. Um, let's see. I, I, I When we come back, I want to read you 
I do want to read you uh, Fox's statement. It's a little different than the truth matters. Lies have consequences. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a little bit. It's Dr. Lederman talking about prostate cancer. Your PSA went from 3 to 4 to 6. Correct. And then all of a sudden it jumped to 60. It was a shock to me. That's when I called Radio Surgery New York. Your office is a whole nother world. You immediately took this whole thing into your own hands beyond efficient. Did you ever have a doubt that we weren't working for your benefit? Not for one second. And you knew that you had a cancer of the prostate that was aggressive and went to lymph nodes. And we put together a plan to try to get this terrible cancer under control, right? It was just like you say, no pain, no cutting, no bleeding. It was so easy. No side effects, no nothing. Just perfect. What was your PSA this week? 0.02. Wow. For more prostate cancer information, call Dr. Lederman. Two and two choices. Two and two choices. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. 1384 Broadway. So, do you remember when you were in your teens and you thought you were invincible? I know, we all feel that way on a regular basis. When we're healthy, because health is wealth. Well, when you're healthy, you think, ah, I don't need a healthcare proxy. Ah, I don't need a power of attorney. I'll worry about late, later on when I'm older, when I become sick. Nothing can be further from the truth. What happens then? The state or the courts may have to make those choices for you. Is that what you really want? Of course not. It is essential to create a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy as soon as you can. Now, when you are healthy. And how are you going to do that? You are going to call our friends at Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. You know why? Because they've been doing this for 40 years. And you know what happens when you do it for 40 years? You really know your stuff. They help you make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. So for a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call 718 718- 238-6500-718-238-6500-or-go-to-connorsandsullivan.com. Listen to AM970, The Answer, on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. What do we got, Sabalino, here? Little BGs. Particular reason? I thought it'd be a fitting song for Tom Harris. A room full of strangers. Room full of strangers. Alright, You wanna tell me how it's appropriate for Tom Harris since we're on the top? The song is called Nights on Broadway. Ah Thank you. I I you know not the biggest BGs fan. I mean, I kind of grew up with them. I mean, they were, I mean, yeah, Joni here is jumping out of his skin. But um, all right. So before I go to Tom Harris, I just want to follow up where where I left off. Um, okay, we're good there, Emily. Thank you. Uh, I just want to follow up where we left off, um, talking about the the Fox Corporation and and the Dominion lawsuit. Here's Fox's statement, <clears throat> and the first three. And I probably know who crafted this statement. But the first three sentences, just first three words, crack me up. Now, this is someone who just wrote a check out for $787 million. I mean, they probably have X amount of time to pay it, and maybe it's structured over the course of a period of time. 
but it's $787 million. Could you ever imagine starting off the statement with, we are pleased? <laughs> yeah, really? You really think they're pleased? We are pleased to have reached a settlement of our dispute with Dominion Voting Systems. We acknowledge the court's rulings, finding certain claims about Dominion to be false. This settlement reflects Fox's continued commitment to the highest journalistic standards. We are hopeful that our decision to resolve this dispute with Dominion amicably, instead of the acrimony of a divisive trial, allows the country to move forward from these issues. Can't imagine they're pleased. I mean, I can imagine they're pleased that it didn't go to trial because there could have been some real nasty stuff exposed. But a lot of nasty sp- stuff was exposed in the leaks of, of the depositions and the discovery process, the, the text. I mean, look, it's no secret. There were text messages going back and forth th- from Rupert and emails from Rupert Murdoch to the president of Fox News. Um, you know, saying like these these reports, you know, of, about um, you know Biden, I guess, kind of winning fair and square. Like they're not suitable for our audience, or this is not what our audience wants to hear. There was a young reporter who I don't know who was reporting from the White House. She gave a report, and she got taken off the air or reprimanded for that report. Um, it just look, I had 12 wonderful years at Fox. I I enjoyed every moment I was there. I really did. And I I developed some spectacular friendships. And this is not just a Fox thing, okay? But not in any way, shape, or form. You lift a curtain on any one of these news channels, news services, anyone, ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, whatever, Newsmax, News Nation, they're all, they all manipulate the truth. And when I say manipulate the truth, they decide what they want you to hear, what they don't want you to hear. What they want you to know, what they don't want you to know. What they want to emphasize, what they don't want to emphasize. There's a meeting. It's, you guys should know there's a meeting like every morning. Some, in some stations it's at 6 a.m., some it's at 7 a.m. But they have to decide, what are we doing today? What are we highlighting and what are we not? What the, though this young pretty blonde woman who's missing in California, we're gonna go heads first on that. <clears throat> Whereas this young African American woman is raped in Brooklyn, nobody cares. So <clears throat> they're they're they control what we hear. They control what we see. They control what we highlight. And let's not be ignorant about that. Now, in all fairness to to Fox, I just want to let you know. My entire 12 years there, they never once told me what to say. They often told me what side they would like me to take because I was often on debating someone and said, could you take the prosecutor's side or you could take the defense side, which is that's fine. That's that great. That's that's a, a great debate. And it makes people think and th- there's nothing wrong with that. So I want to make it clear. They never said to me, Arthur, we want you to say this or we want you to say that. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if anyone's going that far as to telling people what to say, but they say they they steer the ship in the direction of what they want highlighted and what they and what they want buried, and that's just the way it is all across the board. 
you know, Walter Cronkite, when his famous sign-off, you know, now you know the news, that's, that's just not true. I don't know where to go for the news. I really don't. Um, like, if I really just want to know, like, the facts. I have no problem telling you I really enjoy the New York Times, not really for the news, but for all those other sections. The profile pieces, the... The, the, today they came out with the 100 best restaurants and, the, you know, like all of the, the reviews, although I'll never forget reading the review on the movie The Perfect Storm and they gave it like one star or zero star. I thought it was a fantastic movie. The, even them, their their restaurant reviews are skewed in a certain way. Their movie reviews are skewed in another way. The, um, you know, I, the, the truth is what you see with your own eyes. The truth is what you hear with your own ears. That that, that I don't mean that someone's reporting. But, you know, you're on the street corner and you see it yourself. Everything after that is someone else's interpretation of the truth. My grandfather used to say we're all three people. We're the person uh, other people think we are. We're the person we think we are. And then we're the person who we really are. Because we have a conception of ourselves that's probably not so accurate. Other people have a perception of ourselves that's probably also not that accurate. And then someone, maybe it's God, maybe someone else, knows who we really are. But someone who listens to the Idala Power Hour, who we all know, is Tom. Tom Harris from Times Square, who is going to talk to us about the State of the Union in Times Square. Hello there, Mr. Harris. How are you, sir? Hello there, Arthur. And uh, I, I didn't like that song until Matt said what the title was because I, I, I feel like we're all friends and we're not strangers. So yeah, yeah. I, you know, look, everybody has a bad day. You know, today was Sambolinos. What can I tell you? <laughs> now that's no, actually no, not no, true. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, so, so Times Square. What I see in Times Square every day, just segueing from your last uh, last comments is a vibrant, thriving place. And Tuesday's a magical day in Times Square because, once again, last Tuesday, we had 413,000 people walk through Times Square. So Tuesday is magical not only because I get to spend some time with you because that seems to be the day that everyone comes to Times Square and we like to have a fantastic experience. It's Thomas because they know the power hour. This is the power of the Power Hour. They know we promote Tuesdays, Times Square Tuesday. That's why they're there. That's right. And and look, it, it, people are having a, a great time. If you just walk through Times Square, you see children there. You see people having fun. And uh, there's, there's really a lot of great things happening. Yesterday, we celebrated the opening of Toro University. So they, they brought nine, nine schools. To, to three times square thanks to the vision of Bill Rudin and the Rudin organization. So that's a fantastic addition to Times Square. And we have 27 new businesses that are going to be opening up uh, over the next couple of months. That is fantastic. Um, I have a, a little bit of a personal question, Tom. What are the rules regarding the, the guys who dress up in different characters and try to take pictures with the tourists? So what the rule is and what's enforced are two different things. So we, we lobbied uh, the city council and the transportation, the Department of Transportation, a couple of years ago to create designated activity zones. And the thought was 
everyone has a First Amendment right to expression, and we don't want to ban any activities in Times Square. But the customer should control the experience. And what we had have is uh, the costume characters, the ticket sellers are, are, are approaching people. They're swarming around them. And we wanted to create a space for them uh, to, to, uh, to take pictures with the tourists because a lot of the tourists like the pictures, to sell the pictures. So we have these designated activity zones. And the entirety of the transaction is supposed to take place in those activity zones and we are doing education now to uh to to, to both let the, the costume characters know what they're supposed to do and also we a lot of we have a lot of new police officers so we're doing some education with them so okay tom i got two minutes talking. left i got i have to i apologize for interrupting you i know it's very rude but i okay. <laughs> i i don't want to run out of time um phantom of the opera closed on sunday talk to me about that so yes, 35 years. It was it was a celebration of the 35 years. Uh, they extended a little bit. All good things must come to an end. But uh, something else will. I, I believe the theater is going to be renovated. Uh, there'll be another show there, and I know that Phantom of the Opera will be back. All of the best shows are back, and I know that that Phantom will come back to us. I I totally agree with you. I'm. I'm a little disappointed. I took my wife to see it oof, a while ago now. I probably saw it three or four or five times. Um, but, you know, it's, 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 uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, maybe you, when I think of longest running Broadway shows, I think of Phantom, obviously, a chorus line, Cats. Those are the big three. Les Mis has got to be up there. King. Lion, Lion King. King. Chicago. Okay. Chicago's there we go. over twenty five years. Lion King's over twenty five years. Wow, and they're still going. Hey, right, they got a shot. I mean Lion King is appeals to the kids, so who knows? It could it could could keep on going. Tom Harris, thank you so much. Um now that the weather is cracking, are we gonna do a little remote, you and I, and do a little live from uh, Times Square? I would love to do a remote, but before we go, Arthur, I just wanna let folks know that this Saturday uh, the Broadway community is going to unite and celebrate Earth Day um, in Times Square, beginning at 10 a.m. on the Broadway Plaza between 45th and 46th. Broadway Green Alliance and the Times Square Alliance are going to present the second annual Broadway Celebrates Earth Day concert. So there'll be a lot of great performers there. It's hosted by Seth Rudetsky and James Wesley. Come bring the family. It's going to be a great time. What time does it start, Tom? 10 o'clock on Broadway between 45th and 46th. That's literally right up the block. All right, Tom Harris, the Times Square Alliance. Thanks for joining us, Tom. With bottom of the hour, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We got uh, we got to talk about a poll about how people feel about the economy coming up. Don't go anywhere. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Coming up tonight at 7, it's everything you need to know about travel because that Linda Perillo, you know, that one of the Perillos, She'll be here to join us, and uh, we will look forward to seeing her and talking with you then. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti, each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. 
A child prescribed opioids is 16 times more likely to develop an opioid use disorder. Don't let her toothache lead to your heartache. Be wise about wisdom teeth. Go to drugfreenj.org. All right. Well, talking about being drug-free, talking about drugs, um, you know, when you think of drugs, you think of hospitals, you think of doctors, you don't think of court reporting. Um, and Plaza College is a court reporting school. But you know what else Plaza College has? It has a school of nursing. The accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned, the court reporting, the nursing school, or the, the um, I'm sorry, the dentist hygiene program, um... They also have the School of Business and Paralegal Studies and the School of Allied Health. Go to the website, plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu, plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. Hello, this is John Leventhal. I am a partner in the law firm of Idala Bertuna and Kamins. I have been a lawyer for 43 years, including 13 years as a trial judge and 13 years as an appellate judge. I have presided over almost every kind of civil and criminal case, and I have seen litigants facing almost every legal problem you can imagine. What is the most important thing for a litigant to do? It is to obtain the right lawyer, someone with the ability to navigate you through the court system and achieve the best possible outcome. At Idala Bertuna and Cammons, that is what we offer. When I was on the bench, Idala Bertuna and Cammons earned the reputation of being the boutique law firm that fights passionately for their clients in the most professional manner in both civil and criminal cases. I am proud to be a member of the Idala Bertuna and Cammons law firm, where our lawyers will give you the powerful representation you all deserve. So my law partner, John Esposito, has become a real uh, jock. So he goes to the gym now all the time, and like he's taking showers in the middle of the day, and because of that, which I'm very grateful for. But when he comes into the office, I'm like, John, your skin looks all dry. And luckily, my friend Jason from Hemp Leaf gave me this big vat of uh, the shea butter that they use. It's a vanilla orange-based one. And I said, like, John, do me a favor. Like, John's in his 60s, but he... Thinks he's like in his 30s, I'll give him to him. Although he's on the market of finding friends in his their 20s. So I'm like, bro, you're going to need some help. So I gave him a little bit of the shea butter. He put it on. And like, I don't want to say it was instantly. But when I saw him later on in the day, it has a noticeable effect. It's I keep saying this. When you put it on initially, it's it's thick. It's not, when I say thick, it's not watery. Um uh, like Lubiderm and these other things I've used in the past, they're very watery. This is not watery at all. Um, and when it comes on and it, it soaks into your face, man, you like feel good, you look good, you're all hydrated. You, I don't know. It's It's got a magical effect. Hemp leaf, it is not just the shea butter. It's also the black liquid soap that I used this morning. You know what I used it? I used it on my head. I know Mr. Bitter is like tired of me talking about my head, but I used it on my head. And then they have the icy pot, which you rub on your muscles after the workout. They got the heel elixir for the young ladies with their heels that are all 
beat up from walking around in these big heels all day, which is like inhuman. They don't put anything on your body that you would not put in it. Their products are manufactured in Long Island, and they are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. Go to HempLeaf.com, W-W-W-H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com, and mention the name Arthur at checkout and receive a 10% discount. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. What a song. Listen for the drums. Here come the drums. This is Big Country in a Big Country by the band Big Country. One of my all-time favorite high school songs. Let's listen for a minute. I, uh, it's amazing because I don't always look. Sam Molino gives me the, 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 the list. And I don't always look at what songs are coming. And I, I love, I mean, and, and people compliment me on the music, but I don't always look at what's coming. And like when a song like this comes on, it just, I just beam. Listen to this. I love this. I used to sing this in my living room with Hassan and Glenn. But we can't stay here when every single hope is shut up. Yeah. All right, San Bellino. Thank you for that, my friend. That was like a welcome. That was like a treat. That was like a little gift. I hope when they compliment the music, they're also complimenting the host. (laughs) I'm complimenting my co-host, San Bellino. Um, not to be confused with the producer, Joni Pelzer. She's merely a producer. She gets a shout out too. She has to. Oh, okay, okay. Um you know, you, we all have those songs that remind you of a very special time when you were a kid. I think this was 1983. Joan, look that up. What time? Did, what year did it come out? In, in a big country, by big country, 1983. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and you know, it, those are things that you can't recapture. That's why during the COVID, I felt so bad. Listen to this. Listen to this. 1983. Joan just said. Because this happened doesn't mean you've been discarded. Pull up your head off the floor. Come up screaming. I can't remember what I ate for breakfast. I know the words of this song. 40 years ago. Pain and truth were things that really mattered. But you can't stay here when every single hope is shattered. Ready? Shock one, two. Yeah! Oh, I remember my... My parents would go away for like, I don't know, a weekend. They'd take my sister. I'd be in the house. My dad had these huge speakers. Remember the old days? You had to have like huge stereo speakers. Today, like your iPhone's as loud as them. Well, that's an exaggeration. But I'd have that music, this song cranking and just jumping all over the place. And on New Year's Eve, we'd have these crazy New Year's Eve parties. Like 83 going into 84, like ringing in 84 and 84 ringing in 85. This would be one of the songs I'd play at midnight. 
This and uh, and Springsteen, you know, Born to Run. Uh, let's see what else would I pay? Dancing with Myself, um, Quiet Riot. What? What? Sambolina, what's Quiet Riot's big song? Come, come on, on, feel come the on, knees. Feel noise. Yeah, I mean, so this this is all that that period of time, and that's why, you know, during during the the pandemic, you know, you could re- you could redo your wedding, uh, your confirmation, your communion, and quite frankly, even funerals. But you can't redo like your senior year in high school. You, you you just can't recreate that, or your senior year in college. It's just um, you know, it's just irreplaceable. And when I hear these songs, I okay, wait, Joni's got a question. Go Did ahead. you have the big speakers in your car? Because remember in the 80s, people had them in their car and they would like open their trunk or their door or their window to make sure people heard their big speakers. No, that wasn't me. That, really? That, yeah, that was that. Yeah, no, that that no, Joe. Why you had them? <laughs> no. Okay, no, I had a boombox. You had, boom, I, had a I still have my boombox. Do you? That's impressive. I have it. I love. My I had boom a box. Sanyo. Like for folks like and my Walkman. They used yeah, yeah. I I still have mixtapes. Don't you still have oh, your yeah, mixtapes? Yeah. And I but I have cars with tape players. That I can actually play them in. Yeah, that's true. But I right. have my boombox. Like you have to drive to play them. I got my boombox. I can yeah, walk around. No, I I, I don't. <laughs> but I like. We used to go to the, the, I think it was called The Wiz. Of course I know it was the called Wiz. The Wiz. Yeah. And like just stare at the boombox. Yeah. Like, wow, look at that. And Crazy Eddie. Crazy Eddie. Do you remember those commercials? And, yeah. And he got Oh my God, nostalgia up. lane like, over here. Looking, yeah. Well, speaking of nostalgia, let's talk about this poll, which, which is a little troubling. Well, and it's fitting because today is tax day. Today is tax day. Um, all I'll say is my partner, Joe Barada, was not happy. Um, I was taught by my Uncle Lou DeLauro, it's a great day on tax day when you have to pay a lot of taxes because that means you made a lot of money. That's awesome. And it, it makes sense, right? It does I mean, make sense. When you don't have to pay tax. Now, now, there are exceptions to the rules, like these billionaires who figure out how to write off losses and things like that, and they pay no taxes, but I'm not in that category. Nearly, here's a, a new poll, nearly 7 in 10 Americans hold negative views about the U.S. economy, and two-thirds say inflation is outpacing their wages, mm-hmm. according to a stunning survey published Tuesday. And I can tell you from friends and relatives, people I know feel the same way. A total of 69%, Billy Santos' favorite number, say they are downbeat about the country's financial shape now and in the future. The highest percentage in the 17-year history of the CNBC All-America Economic Survey. So my friends who are like, oh, it's probably a liberal leaning, blah, 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 blah. Like, or, you know, CNBC uh, probably is in Biden's corner to some degree. So I don't think the, I think the polls probably put it pretty accurate. 62% of Americans disapprove of how President Biden is handling the economy while just 34 approve the poll found. Biden's overall job approval rating has risen slightly to 55% from 53% in November, while his approval rating fell two points to 39% in the same period. Wait, hold on. Biden's overall oh job disapproval rating. Oops. Biden's overall job disapproval rating has risen to 55% from 53% in November, while his approval rating fell to 39% in the same period. This is CNBC, folks. This is not Fox News or Newsmax. The 80-year-old's approval ratings among independents has fallen 
points to 27 from this time last year and two percentage points among Democrats to 77%. Not good. Uh, not good for President Biden, who's anticipating announcing he's running for re-election, which I don't think is a good idea. I got nothing against the guy personally, but, you know, I'm, we're good, Biden. You, you did what you needed to do. You kind of righted the ship. He was kind of like the Pope uh, Benedict after John Paul. You just needed someone in there to steady the ship, everything kind of give us a little sense of normalcy. And now let's bring someone back. They brought in Pope Francis, who, you know, shook things up a little bit, a little younger and ready to go. I, that's 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 what I'm thinking. Another great song, Sam Molina. Who are we going out with here? Uh, this would be Smashing Pumpkins. There we go. <gasps> This is their best-known song. We're going to come back. We're going to end the show. We're having some fun. I don't know. Sam Lee is going to stand on his head, and I'm going to describe it on Live Ready. (laughs) Oh, and Jody says I have a lot of news to cover. Don't go anywhere. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Think of your favorite beverage or meal that you love to order at your favorite eatery. Now think of how good that makes you feel after just that first bite or sip. For kids and starving families in Latin America and the Caribbean, they don't have that luxury. They struggle to get by on mere dollars per week just to support and feed their families. But you can change that. You can change a life, save a family, and donate by dialing 855-919-4673. That's 855-919-4673. All it takes is a one-time donation of $144 to feed an entire family of four for the next year, thanks to our friends at Food for the Poor. Food for the Poor is then able to provide reliable drinking water and nutritious food in a safe and timely manner. You can change a life, save a family, and donate by dialing 855-919-4673. You can also give online as generously as you possibly can by clicking on the red Give Food banner at the top of am970theanswer.com. All right, so uh, yesterday at Show 300, we got to talk to Joe Piscopo, who's just, he's just a gem, he's a mensch. He's good people. And let me tell you something. He's a lot of fun. Like, he's not just fun on the radio. He's a fun guy. You could go to Italy with him. Him and Steve Perillo, who's another fun guy who knows Italy like the back of his hand. You should go. I mean, it's that simple. October 18th, October 28th, Rome and Sicily. It's that simple. Catania, Taromina, Palermo, and Rome. Think about that. Rome, Catania, Taromina, Palermo. Come on. You're going to go to all these other little towns on the east coast of of Sicily, on the northern coast of Sicily, some by Catania, some by Taromina, and some by Palermo. You can't leave Sicily until you have a wine tasting in the shadow of Mount Etna. You're going to do that too. The towns around Palermo, all those beach towns, gorgeous, nine nights in all, October 18th to 28th. Be a part of this special event called Perillo Tours at 1-800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515, or visit perillotours.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. One of my favorite songs. Is it getting better? Or do you feel the same? This is definitely... uh, Sambolina, what'd you like? Wake up on the right side of the bed? (laughs) I aim to please, okay? A line from U2's 1992 hit, One, was voted the UK's favorite song lyric after in a poll of 13,000 people by music channel VH1. The online One Life With Each Other 
sisters, brothers came on top. So that was the best lyric. One life with each other. Sisters, brothers. I love that. The Smiths lyrics, so you go and you stand on your own and you leave on your own and you go home and you cry and you want to die from the song How Soon Is Now came in second. Followed by I Feel Stupid and Contagious, Here We Are Now, Entertain Us. Yeah, I don't think you can put either of those two. That was by Nirvana. I'm much more into one life with each other, sisters, brothers. I love it. I love that too. Oh, Joni loves it too. Is everyone at San Bellino, Joni loves it. Just so everyone Great. knows. Great. Okay. Fantastic. Thanks. It's too late. Thanks, San Bellino. They, they wrote that song just for you, Joan. Thank you, San Bellino. You're welcome. To the night. He misses me. I hope you don't knock me off. All right. Big music day here on the Power Hour. Um, I believe I have a friend on the phone who I want to say a quick hello to. Uh, I think she goes by Gigi now. Gigi Lauren <laughs> Fix. How are you there, Lauren? How are you? I'm doing good. I just wanted to call and congratulate you on 300 shows. That's pretty awesome. And yeah. then you a long time. You've come a long way. <laughs> I know. You know what? Let's go off the, the, the rails on cars for a second. I went to the car show and everything you said was great and la, 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 la and, and the the Asian community, the Asian community took over the whole like two thirds of the floor between Subaru and Kia and Genesis and Hyundai and and obviously Honda, Toyota, Nissan. I was like, whoa! Um, I, I, you know, you know, it's an interesting, Lauren. There are no crappy cars anymore. Like they don't exist. Nope. No. Like when we were like we be- were kids, right? <laughs> we were kids. They were like uh, the, the the Chrysler K car. I mean, I know it pulled them out of financial, but distress. But that was yeah. not exactly a a dynamic Chevy car. Citation. There was another disaster. The Ford Pinto used to be all kinds of crap. But Hugo Mitsubishi didn't make great cars. Oh, Hugo Renaults. Yeah, but all those oh, are gone from the, the you know. The, and now today's cars are amazing. The top end Mitsubishi, the, the their hybrid is. Absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous. I know you wouldn't even believe it. It's amazing what the car manufacturers have done to put cars together, whether it's an electric, a hybrid, a plug-in hybrid, gas, diesel. I mean, the new trucks, even trucks, are amazing. I mean, it used to be a truck-to-work truck. That's it. You know, it was a purpose-built vehicle. Now they're luxury vehicles. It's amazing. Some of those trucks, I sat in the back seat of the pickup trucks, and I'm like, I could live back here. Um, Wait, I I don't want to talk. The most impressive. Yeah, uh, I don't want to talk about cars for a second. Let's talk about this okay. whole Fox Dominion thing for a second. Oh, you gosh. know, you realize they, they you know, <laughs> they, I know neither was I. You know, they settled the big lawsuit today, right? Where they claim that yeah. Fox was like saying all those lies. Seven hundred eighty-seven million dollars. Yeah, not seven hundred eight thousand. Seven hundred eight million. That's lunch for them, yeah. though, right? I don't know. I mean, that's 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 a check. Right, that dinner. is a that's, that, that's, <laughs> I think that's, you feel that in your wallet. Yeah, that that's yeah. a check. But but Lauren, what do you? I yeah we yeah I think so. I know you've you've appeared on that news channel many times. So do I. Mm-hmm. You know what what does this say about not about Fox but about the media community in general to you? Oh, you don't want to answer have me answer that question. Um, I think that alternative. Other alternative media 
is the, is what people are turning to, whether it be Rumble, YouTube, listening to you on the radio and hearing real stories is what people want to hear. They don't want to listen to the same news 24-7, 365, and all of the mainstream media have become really hard to listen to. So although I'm on it as a guest, I don't listen to it. I, I listen online to different shows and different uh, content. And I really think that that's that's where that's where the future is uh, you know i i don't i don't know where you know lester holt is going to be in a decade um because i Retired. think as, <laughs> right especially the younger generations they just they hold their phone in their hands and they mm-hmm. go where they want to go and you know the the way there's comfort food you know there's comfort mm-hmm. locations i want to i want to hear what i want to hear and that's where i'm going to go and that's kind of the problem is fox news you know, back in the day, like mm-hmm. 15, tw- no, more, 20 years ago, it was us voted the most trusted news source. Shepard Smith was None voted, I think, I think, tr- I think tr- Shepard Smith was voted the number one most trusted news anchor. And mm-hmm. that that is all deteriorated. Yes, I agree with you. None of them are. Um, it, it's it's all. Hosts I like to watch. I like Tucker. Laura Ingram's good. Barney's good. Maria Bartiroma. But for the most part, I shut it off. Okay, but those, but the the three, three of those people. But Lauren, three of those people were the main defendants in the lawsuit. Tucker, Laura, and Maria. I mean, they're the ones they're saying they knew that the people, their guests were telling outright lies about the election and they allowed it to happen. Um, You know, it just makes you say, okay, I'll watch this as my comfort food. But I right. really shouldn't rely on this as a fact. Right. It's like watching American Idol. You kind of <laughs> know, you know, it's kind of sort of rigged, but it's okay. You know what I mean? It's, it's fine to watch it, but I, you can't live and die by it. You have to do your own research. I, I would go instead of it's, it's, cars or anything else. Instead of, instead of American Idol, I would go it's like more like pro wrestling. <laughs> it's kind of, it's, you know, All it's, right. You, you can't, you, you, fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, Lauren, thank you for it's taking like the time. Feet, you know what I mean? Was it wasn't yeah. yesterday like National Mustang Day or something like that? Yesterday was April seventeenth, nineteen sixty four, the year the Mustang was born at the World's Fair in New York City. That's where the first Mustang came out. Uh, as a Mustang owner, my daughter's name is Shelby. After the Mustang, we have early cars and current model cars, and I will tell you, they're still amazing vehicles. So I know, that's but you're big April seventeenth. I can now, now I get my personal question in. So I feel I feel obligated for my little car situation. I feel co- obligated to have a Corvette. I have the 65 Mustang yep. with the 289. So I have to have a Corvette. And I'm not like a new, new Corvette guy. So no, I know you're not a Corvette person. Which well, one? Which one? Uh, 63 to 67 of the years to own. That was the Stingray. That was the most iconic brands. The early ones do okay value-wise. But the real true ones are the 1963, whether you go with the split window coupe. So is that the C2? That'd be a C3, I believe. No, no C2. 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 You're right, be a second right. gen. Second okay. gen. So side pipes, knockoff wheels, and a big motor. All right. There you go, Lauren Fix. Lauren, thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate it. Anyway, congratulations. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for being a big part of it. All right, folks, we are almost done. I mean, I, I got Sam Bellino in one ear. I got Joni in the other. And uh, I got a big smile on my face. You know, yeah, it's all good. Thank you for your help today, Joan. Um, and Matt, thank you for that 
the great musical You're welcome. Uh, selections today. Um, I, I, I want to vent a little bit about the taxes. I don't, as I said, I learned very early on, paying taxes means you made money, and that's a good thing. Um, what I'm upset about, and I know my father agrees with me, is how you get to the point of knowing how much taxes you owe. Because, like, I throw all of this information at my accountant. Actually, like, we have a bookkeeper who comes in, uh, Victoria, once a week, every Thursday. So it's not like it's once a year. You just give them a pile. But I don't, I mean, I just, they tell me to sign. Like, okay, here's the big number. Like, that I could figure out. I mean, I could just look at all my deposits and think, okay, this is what came in. But then there's all this other stuff that they break out. Oh, there's depreciation for the typewriter, and there's depreciation for this, and there's appreciation for that. And then there's the car, and oh, oh no, no, you can't write off this. Okay, we're going to add that back on. That becomes personal income. Even though it came out of your business account because you own the business, that becomes personal income. 100% of it. Oh, well, 50% of this can be corporate income, but the other 50% is personal income. So all of a sudden, money that the corporation spent that I maybe didn't see a penny of goes onto my personal tax returns, not the Idola Platoon and Cameron's tax returns. And I just really, the bottom line, the point of this is I'm not crying. It's just like I have to have so much trust in uh, my accountant who prepares these documents. And I'm even more liable because if there's a mistake, like a major mistake uh, or a mistake, like, I can't be like, oh, I don't know. They're going to be like, well, you're a lawyer. Yeah, I'm a lawyer who does nothing to do with tax law. The tax laws are huge. If I was going to run for president of the United States, addressing the, and simplifying the tax code would... Another good song, Crowded House. Um, the way to go, Sam. But, you know, addressing the tax code would definitely be up there. If I'm running for mayor, I got to go with homicides, rats, and graffiti. But if I'm running for president, one of the topics I'm going to deal with is simplifying your taxes so that I actually know that I'm being 100% honest when I fill out my taxes. So I always tell my accountant, add a little bit more to the income side and make me pay a little bit more. So if anyone's making mistakes here, we're covered. You sleep real well that way, folks. All right, Arthur Idala, signing off show 301 with Sam Bellino and Joni. Alex, we're thinking of you. Hang tough, buddy. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.